My name's fucking Padawan. Tell Jasmine about the time I punched through my fucking window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell Jasmine the time I punched through my fucking window. I don't even know what. Okay, so I was just telling Adam and Jasmine, welcome to Conversations for Our Grandkids. <laughs> that we're going to talk about anger this week. That's how we're going to get the ball rolling. Dude, because I was just telling you guys, I was just playing Madden and it got my fucking blood boiling, dude. Most, all, all the bullshit. They, Madden's like, hey, you know what? This only happens once in a fucking blue moon, but everybody is going to intercept you with one hand. Like, okay, Madden. All right, fucking Madden. Um, so anyway, the time that I punched through my fucking window, I was probably, in, I'm not proud of this story, by the way. <laughs> no, I, um, I, I was just, I was sitting next to Jasmine and ja- uh, Seamus was telling us how mad he was getting it. And I was like, uh, I, have a, I have an even better mad Seamus story that Jasmine hasn't heard. Seamus, tell us the time you punched through your fucking window. <laughs> Adam, I will. <laughs> um, cause we don't even need introductions. Uh, listen. Listen, I woke up in college. I don't know what it was. I think I was just late for class, but something about that day just <laughs> I will I woke up on the wrong side of the bed and I got so mad that I punched through my bathroom window. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you didn't like your reflection much, did you? Oh, uh, no, I was like, you know what? I don't care how many years of bad luck this is. I'm fucking punching through now, the window. Now, it's only bad luck if it's a mirror, right? That's true. Or is yeah. it any reflective surface? Let's think about all those bitches that drop their iPhones. I'm going to say um, mm. I'm going to say if it's a mirror, it's 7 years. If it's another reflective surface like a window or an iPhone, I'm going to say 3 years. Cuz you know, it's not it's not well, a full-blown mirror. I almost had to go to the hospital because, listen, here's the thing. Hey, grandkids, here's some advice. Don't punch through windows. That's stupid. Why would you do that? Because I punched through the window, and listen, it felt awesome going through. It felt like I was in a movie. I was punching through this fucking window. I was killing it. But on the way out, it, like, immediately cuts your whole wrist open. So that was pretty fucking scary. I never punched through a window before, Jasmine. Give me a break. <laughs> Give me a break. Jasmine's like, I can give you a few tips about that. Have you punched through a window? What's the angriest shit you've ever done, Jasmine? I don't know. Uh... I saw you break that fan once. <laughs> um, in middle school this one time, we were playing baseball. And I couldn't hit the ball, and this guy kept talking shit, so I turned around and started hitting him with a bat. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> can, oh, my God. Here's an awesome story. Speaking of, speaking of baseball stories from, uh, from grade school. Was it grade school or high school that you just Middle were talking school. about? Middle school. Okay. Yeah. It's so weird for me because I went to a K through 8. So, like, the term middle school was not even in my vernacular growing up. It was always just like, oh, grade school. It's just all grade school. And, like, I've had people get offended. be like, no, I was in middle school. I was in sixth grade. And I was like, all right, motherfucker. Like, you didn't have pubes yet. You're in grade school. That means you missed the rite of passage. 
It's a modern one, though. Apparently, middle school didn't exist like back in the day either. You just went to high school. <laughs> you just disappeared for three years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you disappeared, and then you, you showed up growing as fuck. <laughs> Actually, I went to one of those townhouse schools where it had all the kids from kindergarten to eight in one room. <laughs> <laughs> <We were> just <laughs> But no, uh, we were playing baseball one time in gym, and I wouldn't consider myself... I didn't consider myself very athletic. I think that I should have probably given myself more credit but people would always be like, oh, Seamus, like, you can't play, blah, 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 you know. Right. No, no, black kids trying to keep kind of trying to keep a brother down, <laughs> trying to keep the only white down. brother down. <laughs> I don't play for that. I don't play for that. But anyway, we're playing baseball, and I made, like, some astounding random catch. Mm-hmm. And this kid, I remember this kid, fucking Jarrell, he got so mad. Fucking Jarrell. Okay, yeah, great name. Yeah, we all read Superman. Fuck out of here. <laughs> anyway. He's like, now catch this! Oh. And he like throws it super hard, and I fucking caught it. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, shit. Oh, man. And then he like threw it over the fence to be like, oh, try and catch this now. It's like, like, oh, okay, really so mad. now you're just going to be a fucking asshole. Yeah. yeah. Yo, Seamus, we are only seeing... <laughs> right now your face is in the bottom left corner of our screen. That's all we can see. It's so funny. I've just been talking to like your glasses and your hair. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. That's, That's all you good. need to talk to, baby. That's all you need to talk to. <laughs> That's good. The style. Yo, so uh, Jasmine class. and I started watching the uh, Star Wars movies. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Ooh. we made it through. What'd you think? Made it through uh, the first two. Or, I mean, not the first two, but episode, episode one, one and, two. and episode two. Yeah, episode two. Uh, Wait, the prequels? You're starting with the prequels yeah. first? Who boy. And then I'm Did guessing you watch... the future. Oh, uh, Jasmine, I feel like you're not even going to make it to the, the, the good ones because, like, the those ones are so bad. I don't know. Tell me what you thought. I told that to Jasmine for the record. I was like, we should start four, five, six, and then go one, two, three because you're going to – I said the same thing pretty much. I was like, you're not going to like this movie series if we watch the first, the episode one, two, and three first because they're just – they're really hard to get through, actually. We fell asleep last night. <laughs> yeah, I fell asleep uh... – Halfway through the second one. The first one wasn't too bad. Um, now that's what I call pod racing. <laughs> <laughs> the CG was fucking awful. Atrocious in the first one. And they relied oh, so bet. heavily on it. Well, because it was like 1999, man. Yeah. That shit's old as fuck. I mean, fine, but don't don't rely on CG that much if it's not there yet. And it just wasn't there yet. And they made really obvious shit. And... Like, I was like, oh, so the princess has a decoy, or the queen, whatever the fuck she is. Because in one point, there's a girl that's obviously not Kira Knightley. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Like, and then there's Kira Knightley, like, in some scrubs in the background. But, like, looking at the camera instead of the main bitch. And I'm like, oh, so she has decoys. That yeah, makes sense. They really made that obvious, too. Yeah. Because there was, like, a, a whole gang of servants that would follow her around. But the only servant whose face was to the camera was the one who looked exactly yeah. like the queen. It's like, okay, is, come on. Everyone else in the background had a... Uh, Fuzzy faces, like in Frozen. Those bitches don't have faces. Yo, that really creeped me the fuck out when we were so when we were tripping on shrooms and we were watching Frozen and I was crying because Frozen is about my life. Oh man, (laughs) and reincarnation. It is about reincarnation Uh, because we put it on twice and I was like, look, she's a kid again. Yeah, just like everybody's life. makes perfect sense but jasmine said at one point she was like yo the people in the back have no fucking faces 
and we like freeze framed it and it was because I guess the animation they just didn't animate the people all the way in the back and that shit creeped me the f- I remember that shit creeped me the fuck <laughs> out yeah, it was really eerie because it was a room full of people that, and, but the, the two people up front were dancing and like smiling yeah. and then you look in the back and it's just like bodies with blank heads it was so and weird and it's like duplicate bodies yeah like same Clones. color dresses and everything <gasps> Like Attack of the Clones to get back to Star Wars. So can I ask you a question? Because the second one, the second Star Mm -hmm. Wars movie, Episode 2, is my least favorite by far. Because it's so fucking boring. The love is so fake and all the lines are bullshit. And like, it's it's because that... Whoever plays Anakin is the worst actor they could have possibly gotten. And I was laughing while I was watching it because I was like, I know in movies they have to have multiple takes, but this is the best this kid came up with on multiple takes. You know, he had... He he had probably like a multitude of tries and he still fucked that shit up. <laughs> he said that though, he, he did say in interviews where he was like, I don't know why what the editors did because we did way better takes and they just used all the really shitty ones. Like when I when I he's like, I saw the movie and I was surprised. I was like, why why did they do this? <laughs> yeah, I think I mm, I thought like it uh so I was thinking about this and I think the second movie is like one of those bridge episodes in Game of Thrones where they just set shit up for the future. Yeah, but then don't make a fucking movie. I don't need to see that. Yeah. You could have just cut out the whole second movie and just had it start. <laughs> like, honestly, I think out of the three ones, like you're going to see the third one. I think that's the only one that's worth anything. And even that is still goofy as fuck. Yeah, yeah you know what I noticed? Speaking of goofy as fuck... The, a lot of the foreign languages are like poo-poo jokes the whole yes. time. You know what I mean? It's like, ah, doo-doo poo-poo. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, your language team, that's the best you could come up with. First of all, Jar Jar Banks and his fucking crew, that language is so, it's like borderline offensive. You know what I mean? He should have got Tolkien up in that shit. Yeah, exactly. Now, there's that's somebody who can really design a language well and make it sound convincing. But Misa, Yusa, Poo Poo, Pa, it's yeah. like, come on. Like, who is the creative force behind this? This sucks. But on yeah. Jaja Bing's front, I just think he's an idiot savant. You think so? <laughs> yeah. You think so? Like Jar Jar Binks, he's like drawing paintings by memory and shit. He's like, yeah. <laughs> no, not autistic savant, just an idiot savant. He's an idiot, I mean, but he just he, he'd be just an works autistic out. savant too. Like, oh, I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> Just draw me a skyline of uh, space. Yeah, Naboo. <laughs> I had a Jar Jar Binks beach towel when that movie first Ooh. came out. I wish I still yeah. had that shit. That'd be that. <laughs> how how dope would that be though? Like honestly, like go to the beach, just be like, oh, let me just get out my towel. <laughs> it would be it would be dope if it's one of those uh, kid towels where you put the hood over your head and like, oh, you're Spider Man, you know? <laughs> and I'll just Jar Jar Binks. I'll just Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Well, see, the only thing I remember from the second movie is the fucking Coliseum, and I and, and but but I remember like all of the Jedi are getting, is that they're all just getting fucked up, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and I was like, well, up. how good are they? How good are the Jedi if they're all just getting fucked up all I the mean, time? I mean, granted, they were outnumbered pretty pretty severely. I uh, I feel like I thought it was dumb too, though. Anakin's character wasn't developed really well at all. Like the guy who played him as a kid, that was. That was great in the first movie, but in the second one, he was just like a horny teen trying to get his dick wet. Yeah, that the bothered me too. The whole movie. Yeah. He, he was like one of those creeps, like, hey girl, what's your sign? And he even yeah. did like the creep eyes where his head was tilted down. He's like looking <laughs> up at her. Yeah. yeah. It's so weird. Yeah, I feel like also like, I, okay, so the Red Letter Media reviews, uh, you guys should definitely check out because they're really funny and they're 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 pretty long. They're like an hour long each, but they're, they're funny and they, the guy goes really into depth with all the problems in those movies. And he was basically saying like, 
Yeah, does nobody also notice how, like, brooding and weird Anakin is? Like, you think all these Jedis who are supposed to be in touch with, like, the Force and understand shit would be like, hey, this guy's kind of a fucking asshole. Yeah. Yeah, hey, maybe we shouldn't train him anymore because he's starting to lose his shit. And then he massacres a whole village and my bitch says nothing. Let me give you a smooch. That's what she says. You don't do that when you when you kill some fucking alien kids. I was like, yo... He just committed a fucking genocide, and everyone's just willing to move on. Like, we're just all going to move on from that. She's like, oh, don't feel too bad about it. Like, you know, it's it's human to be angry. It's human to be angry, but he committed a fucking genocide, like, ten minutes but ago. But Jedis aren't supposed to feel angry. They're anger. not supposed to be angry, yeah. Or they're, they're not supposed, supposed to act on it, at least. I mean, I get that, but let's not make the guy feel better for committing a genocide. Humans yeah. do get angry. I'm sure Jedi even get angry. They just don't act on it. But... That doesn't change the fact he slaughtered women and children, like, five minutes ago. He just pulled up on his motorbike, like, oh, I'm upset, but it's okay, I guess. Like, no, it's not. Yeah. And the other thing, too, like Jasmine was saying, he was just a horny teen the whole time. Yeah. Like, like, oh, like, why don't you come with me? Like, uh, And my thing is, he was being so, like, over the top and blatant and obvious about that. But the Jedi are supposed to have this oath of, you know, not getting attached, no relationships, and, you know, that kind of a thing. That you would think if he had any type of depth to his character, he would have at least thinly veiled his atta- his uh, attraction to Queen Amidala was, or whatever the fuck. I was thinking is. about that. So obvious. But wouldn't you want to breed like the two most powerful Jedi to get like a super Jedi baby? She's not a Jedi. I know she's not, but I'm saying in terms of all the other fucking Jedi. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, yeah. Because get that midi count yeah, high. you just have <laughs> random kids who have who have a high. You just find random kids who have a count. But like, if you bred them, then you know that'd be great too. Do Jedi's fuck mm. though? Are they allowed to fuck? I like, don't think like, so. Is Yoda? I like, mean, get you bear shit in the woods. Do bears? <laughs> True. True. I was thinking about that. What are the What are the Jedi rules? Because mm. like you said, if they're supposed to be. Um, modeled after some of the eastern religions and that kind of thing then there's usually a celibacy vow and like all of those but like once you be, become initiated in some kind of order they usually make you take a celibacy vow of some kind you kind so, of look oh, like a yeah. jedi right now with that robe mm, most of them oh, you kind of adam looks just like a jedi just so everybody knows i, was saying, uh, <laughs> I know who, the rules who was that, that crazy crazy oriental Trunk of Rinpoche? Yeah. He, he did fucked. take it. He did take a, a vow. <laughs> Who was that crazy <laughs> Oriental? That was all, that was all it took. That was all it took. <laughs> name a, name an Oriental crazier than Trunk of Rinpoche. <laughs> the uh, the other thing that pissed me off was so you see fucking little ass green Yoda um, floated around on a fucking piece of metal and walking around with a goddamn cane and then he throws that shit to the side and is jumping all over the walls what the fuck why the fuck are you limping before and like <laughs> seconds after you start limping again that shit does not make sense yeah. it, it, I feel I feel kind of it, it kind of gives me like a, a, a really bad feeling in the pit of my stomach the fact that you are watching these movies in the wrong order as far as I'm concerned <laughs> because because I think I feel like for me at least when I watched the prequels, they sort of ruined everything after the fact for me, where they, they like, retcon shit from the original movies. Like, Yoda, in the later movies that you're going to find, or the earlier movies, 4, 5, and 6, Yoda is not supposed to be a badass who's, like, jumping around using his shit. The whole point is that he's, like, unassuming, and you don't expect this guy to be a Jedi Master because he's this tiny little Muppet, and you just go, like, oh, man, like... He must be really strong with the force or something. And it's supposed to it's 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 supposed to be a, like a metaphor about like he's he is 
going beyond his own body, his small frame, and is like hacking into something larger than himself. And in, in the prequels, they're just like, well, no, people like lightsabers, so have him fucking have him like be like so, a pinball. Well, the fucking- I can I can see if this is before, but the the only thing is like he could grow into what you're describing but don't give him a cane right now or make him look mm. like an old ass fart you know yeah isn't he supposed to be like hundreds of years old though i think there's not enough time so they just fucked it up they just fucked it up they fucked up yoda because my, i was saying that to jasmine that uh i mean maybe maybe he gets in a lightsaber battle in this movie but like why have him spinning around and shit like that's a waste of energy if if yoda is supposed to be like the all wise you know he makes these really like you say, he's like hacking into something else. Why would you have him flipping around and fucking zoop, 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 like all the other Jedi? That's not supposed to be... He's not supposed to be like all the other ones. He's Did supposed he to be... even touch swords? Who? In touch the fight. Words. What do you mean? No, I mean, he was I... jumping around. I feel like they didn't really fight because he was just jumping. Oh, yeah. See, that's the thing. Is like there should have been a lot more like sword action, maybe, a, I don't know, some closer calls. But he shouldn't have been flipping around looking like a young, spry little thing, you know? Doesn't yeah. make any sense. That's that's my thing with the prequels is that they don't understand Star Wars. That sounds crazy. <laughs> it, it's crazy, but it, like the, a lot of the shit in the prequels, they it, if when you watch the later movies, the lightsaber fights are not like that, and and they're they're better though. Like they're literally just like sword fights where you're like, oh my god, the tension because I actually care about these characters. I don't give a fuck about Mace Windu. Who who who, who cares about Mace? Who cares about the fucking? Oh, the giant, the giant oval head man who sits there. You know what I'm talking about? The he has like yeah. the long head. Who cares about? Who cares about all these Jedi? Nobody. Nobody cares. See, that's just, the thing. I I was gonna say that too. Is like they had this whole gang of Jedi. There's only like four or five in the first movie. So like they had this air of mystery about them. Or and you know I'm only speaking from the first because that's where Jasmine and I started from. But like the episode one and two. But they had this this aura around them where they were mysterious and like but now there's just 150 fucking jedi in this arena and they're getting killed left and right they're all doing the same moves they have the same color lightsabers who gives a fuck you know they're just like everyday soldiers now yeah Yeah. it it really did ruin the the mystique and like the mystery of of the jedi can i make a conversations for our grandkids prediction this is a really fucking dark prediction by the way (laughs) Um, everybody be careful when you go see Star Wars The Force Unleashed because I can almost get, I'm pretty sure that Ooh. somebody's going to try and shoot up a theater, man. Or somebody's going to get trampled and hurt. Um, we went to the movies on Saturday and there's already uh, warnings about that. You're not allowed to have face paint. You're not allowed to be in a costume or wear a mask. Um, and they aren't seating anybody until an hour before the movie. And everyone in your party has to be there. Like, there's no saving seats. Because everything is already sold out. Damn. I really hope... I mean, I hope nothing bad happens. But I'm pretty sure that, at the very least, somebody's going to try. It, whether it's ISIS, whether it's just a crazy fucking mass shooter, because we have a ton of those. Yeah. I I feel like this is this is so obvious. Like, if they're going to shoot up Batman, you know? Yeah. Batman? Batman was big. Star Wars... Somebody's getting shot up. It sucks. Especially I, because I, we've been seeing this shit for months. They've been building this up so hard. Every commercial, every product is Star Wars now. I, I, I hope I'm wrong. Side. I feel like I the dark I'm side wrong. is just human nature. Or at least the dark side of human nature. <laughs> I mean, well, how are you going to be the light side if you can't feel anger or like any of those fucking emotions? I, I, I don't think... I mean, this is going on. I don't know about Jedi, but this is going on the other Eastern religions. Is that you're not? It's not so much that you don't feel anger. It's just you don't. You feel the anger and you get angry, but you just don't. You don't do something angry 
Well, if after you, that, you if just you, punch through your window like a normal. You person. just punch through your window <laughs> and slit your wrist on the way back out. If you, if you can only get angry or feel anger if you have an attachment towards something, and Jedi aren't supposed to have attachment, so. You can get angry about some other shit, I feel like. Or maybe maybe it is an attachment, but it's one that you're willing to accept. But you can't accept that if you're a Jedi. Yeah, I don't know. Who maybe. knows? Who the fuck knows? I need to see the Jedi rule book. That's what I need. Oh, dude. So many rules. So many <laughs> rules. <laughs> I also don't like the fucking force electricity shit. What the fuck is that? Well, that's from the original movie too. But there, but the thing with that too is that there was only one guy who could do it in the. He was like the main bad guy. He used the he uses the lightning shit, and mm-hmm. then I think that all they were just like, well, all the bad guys can do it, and it's like, yeah. all right, okay. So just it, every, it seems like that seems to be the biggest issue I have with the, these movies is that they take like something from the older ones and then they just make they like. Oh, like copy and paste it a hundred times and it'll be a hundred times better, you know, but it's not. They're like, hey, Darth Vader built C-3PO, but like when they meet each other in the later movies, they they never acknowledge that. But, you know, because C-3PO was in the old movie, so let's just have him in here for no fucking reason. <laughs> yeah, I kept trying to figure out how C-3PO worked in the in the older movies. I was like, didn't, I thought fucking what's-his-name built this. Not Anakin? Darth, it, yeah. No, I thought uh, well in the in the Luke. older ones, I thought Luke built it. No, I think he just meets them. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't think um, he built them. Why? At the beginning of this movie, uh, Yoda isn't talking backwards for like the first like ten minutes of the movie, and then he starts again, and then he'll like go on and off like ninety five percent of the time he does, but then that other portion, why doesn't he? It messes up his character. Yeah, he'll be like, watch out, young Jedis. And you're like, well, wait a second. Like, that sounded perfect. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to be doing the Yoda thing. Well, he he doesn't really talk that way the whole time in the older movies either. But, like, that that – my thing is the prequels are essentially just meme movies. They're just about – they're just fucking Star Wars memes. They're just – and by meme, meaning, like, the, the cultural things that caught on from the old films. They're literally just aping that and being like, well, here it is again, right, you retards? You like this, right? Yeah. <laughs> You like spaceships? Here's a couple more. Like, yeah. Here's a couple thousand more. But guess what? None of it fucking. It's all just a giant CGI mess. It's like when I watched Transformers and I got a fucking headache because I was like, you yeah. can't see anything. I was uh, when we were watching this. I I was like, I don't know how anybody would sit through this in the movies. I fell asleep. I fell asleep. I've seen literally. I've seen episode two probably like three or four times. I don't remember the plot of that goddamn movie at all. I know the. I remember the Coliseum part. I know the creepy love thing, and then there's the weird, the weird thing in the beginning where they're chasing an assassin who's wearing a mask. But then when they take the mask off and kill the assassin, you find out that the they could like camouflage their skin anyway. Yeah. So why the yeah, fuck were they wearing a dude, mask? I thought that was the dumbest shit. I was like, you're a fucking shapeshifter, and you're wearing a mask? That not that supposed to be your whole gig? Like, you're supposed to be, like, one big mask, a changeable mask. Why are you this little flimsy piece of fabric across your mouth? Like, come on. Who's writing this? Who was George writing Lucas? this? Hasbro. I'm glad it's out of his hands. I'm so glad these next ones are out, or this next one is out of his hands. You know what he said about that, too? He was like, it's like calling an old, it's like calling an ex. You don't get in touch with them, and you don't do this, and blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I went to the studio, and I pitched them my ideas, and I, they're going in a completely different direction. I was like, awesome. Uh-huh. Thank awesome. God. Yeah. Good I call, don't think Disney. Obi-Wan Kenobi is an asshole. Like, I don't like him. He's just... He's just a dick. Yeah. 
I agree. He, I don't he has like an air of arrogance around him. They're yeah. all they're all shitty. They're all shitty. Like they okay. We'll we'll play the game that they played on Red Letter Media. This is what they did during the review, which is why I think you should check it out and everybody else should check it out. They said without describing his physical characteristics, give me describe the character of Qui Gon Jinn. Without his physical characteristics, that's the first mm. one. Uh, He's a Renaissance man. Really? <laughs> yeah. Based on what? Based on the how how he interacted with people, he doesn't really interact with people. I, I feel like I don't know. I feel like his whole character there, they did, there was this thing that somebody did where they recut the old movies into like an hour. So they took all three movies and they cut them all down to one hour long thing, and it starts when Qui Gon Jinn is dying in the beginning because literally <laughs> you don't need any of that other shit. You I feel don't. like he was much better than uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Though. he's so much better than Obi Wan Kenobi. I would have rather have him lived on than Obi Wan Kenobi. For sure. Well, I mean, know, compa- oh, Liam Neeson is a better actor. I think. No offense yeah. to that guy. And he also, I feel like he just displayed more of like Jedi qualities, if if that's a thing. Than Obi Wan Kenobi. He didn't have as much of a badassness as he usually does. Who? Liam. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't have to like go save his daughter this time, so. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't pull out the fangs. He could have beat some alien ass. I feel like I would have called him like uh, I don't know. I don't know if I would uh, if I have a good adjective, but I feel like he he represented like a character who stuck with his heart. If that makes sense, you know, like he, he I'm gonna do what I think is right, that kind of thing, and that's why he was able to do his like that's what made him a special Jedi. Mm. Apparently, Mace Windu is supposed to be powerful or something. Yoda is supposed to be like the boss man of all of them. I feel like Qui-Gon Jinn was kind of like a rogue character, sort of, because he he just, he just did what he thought was right, whether or not other people agreed with him. Is that, that the the guy you started talking about, the black guy that's not Morgan Freeman? Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jasmine was like, um, I think Morgan Freeman's pretty much a bad actor in everything I've seen him in. Like, <laughs> you mean Samuel L. Jackson? <laughs> Mace Windu. <laughs> I think I like Samuel Jackson. He's definitely got his shtick. This is not. This is like a tough role for him because the character sucks and the dialogue sucks, and yeah, he's not really the, given anything interesting to do. He's. It, it's I, not. It, I don't think it's his fault. I think it's just the the writing in that movie is awful. Like there are no there are no real likable characters I other mean, than like the, the writing droids. in that movie should be better than the fucking Mindy Project. You know, like those actors seem like they're all right actors. I've never seen the Mindy Project. Does it suck? No, it's it's, it's all right. I mean, it, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. But it's yeah, better man. than fucking Star Wars writing. That's for sure. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like Samuel L. Jackson, he was good in a lot of older movies, but nowadays he's just having a rough a rough spell, a real Dude, rough I, spell of movies. I really liked Black Snake Moan with him and uh, Christina Ricci or whatever. That was such a good movie. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's like he, he plays was like He Blade, this... right? Was he? No, that's Wesley know. Snipes, isn't it? Wow, all black actors look alike. Damn, Morgan no, no. Freeman, Wesley Snipes, and Samuel L. Jackson. I all thought the same he was dude. a side character aside from Wesley Snipes. Oh, I have no idea. I'm not we're not, we're not the Blade theme. Masters like you. We didn't both go for as Blade for Halloween twice. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know, continuing the anger part of the episode, I was going to tell you guys that uh, I told you that at my door. Uh, is off the hinge because when I was five years old, I was just slamming that shit <laughs> fucking shut. 
I don't know why I was. I don't know why I'm. I get. I. I. I get into these these fits of rage. We discussed it on the last episode, but there are also like a bunch of marks on the wall from when I've just I've thrown shit so hard at this wall that there are. In, okay, so there's an indent in the wall downstairs that was not caused by anger. I was practicing my baseball swing in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but other than that, man, I got a lot of what, – what's the angriest you've ever been, Adam? The angriest I've ever been? I don't know. I get really, really angry, but I don't, like, throw stuff. I do. I've never done that. I've always done that. So I was a kid. It's like sometimes it would be, like, those fuzzy-ass soft slippers, but I would throw that shit across the room. Hey, if you're going to throw something, fuzzy soft slippers sound like a good call. <laughs> Don't want to break anything. Don't want an ass whooping after I got one. I just want to be mad. Yeah, I want to be mad and throw something, but I don't want to get beat again for that. Can I go outside and kick a tree? I'm trying to think. The angriest I might have ever gotten at somebody else and acted out in anger was when this kid punched me in the nose in second grade and I threw him into a tree the next time we were at recess. Whoa. He was really tiny. That's that's, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty cool story. Uh, The the only reason I got really angry, though, it was totally an ego thing. He punched me in the nose, right? And when you get punched in the nose, that nerve or whatever starts, and I just started crying. Like, it wasn't like bawling, obviously, but it was just like liquid coming out of my eyes. So every kid in my class, and this was right at the end of recess, right before we had to line up, and all the kids were like, are you crying? Like, are you okay? Like, do you need to go to the nurse? Like, I was like, I'm fucking fine. I'm furious more than anything else. And then the teacher pulled me aside, and she was like, oh, well, you know, what happened? And are you okay? And I was like, no, I just, we were just playing tag. I, like, ran into somebody. I, like, my nose hit their head. Like, you know, it's, it's fine. It's fine. I just want to – I'm just ready for next recess. I'm just ready for next recess. <laughs> next recess came. Dude, I was like, get over here, you little fuck. You little piss-at ant little fuck. He waited till the end of recess, till the bell rang, where he knew he could sucker punch me and then go run and get in line. I was like, you motherfucker. You can't get away from me now. Damn. I felt like a crazy person then too. I remember this vividly now that you're, I'm going through it again. I remember feeling like a, like a, almost like a hunter. I, like I f- found this kid. I saw the look of fear in his eyes, and I was like, "Boom! It's on!" Like I'm gonna fucking get you, motherfucker! Like, I'm gonna get you. I was like, "I'm gonna teach you that you can't punch bigger kids in the nose. Like you just can't do right it." Right before because recess ends. Right before, like that was that was really the thing. It was like insulting because if you're gonna punch me in the nose, just punch me in the nose. Don't wait till the end of recess where you can run in line and then punch me in the nose and hit a nerve where I start crying and make it a whole public thing. You know, handle your yeah. fucking business like a man in the corner with me. You know. And then we can walk away and shake hands, but we can't shake hands if you fucking do some shiesty shit. I gotta yeah. throw you into a fucking tree. <laughs> I also threw him into the art... St- like, we had a bunch of stools in the art room. He was fucking with me, being fucking annoying. I forget what it was, but I just... I took him by his, like, shoulders and just... Whoo, like oh, my ball. God. <laughs> oh, my God. Bam, bam, this bam, kid bam. bam. Seamus' wrestling though. corner. My man is having a fucking backstage <laughs> brawl. Dude, I He's threw looking- him through the ropes. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I fucked him up a little bit. That time, I, I did feel bad after that one. The first one, I didn't feel bad. But the, the bowling ball time, I did feel bad. I did feel a little bad. I think the last time I got really mad and broke something was in her apartment when I broke her dresser. Yeah, you blo- broke front plenty of shit in there. You broke the uh, closet door that we just posted up a calendar on top of so nobody could see the hole when they moved in. <laughs> we got our security check back, so I guess they didn't find that. <laughs> Damn. Well, hey, if you're uh, listening, review us on iTunes. <laughs> too late. I was, uh, I was really mad, so I kicked the dresser, and I was kicking it, and I broke the first half, and I was like, I want to break the rest of this bitch. <laughs> so I got the kettlebell. <laughs> I got 
I got the 15-pound kettlebell, and I started slamming it on the dresser because I was so mad. God so damn. Funny. Holy yeah, shit. I, 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 came home, I came home, and I was like, the first thought that ran through my head was like, oh, God, did somebody, like, break in and, like, you know, toss our shit looking for something valuable? And I looked, and I was like, no, the dresser's just broken into pieces. That had to be Jasmine. Like, a robber wouldn't break, take the time to smash this shit into pieces. They would have just taken the drawers out. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny, I can't man. help it. Yeah, I got uh, I got in a lot of trouble as a kid. Whenever I got angry, I learned really quickly. And Rich also, both my mom and Rich, my brother, they have they get angry, like really angry, and they like scream and yell and that kind of thing. And I just grew up seeing that, and I was like, ah, anger just it's just not it's not the way it's not the way to get shit done. I mean, not to say that I was trying to be a good kid or whatever, but I was like, if I want to, even if I want to cheat and lie and fucking get away with shit, I can't get angry because then you just make really terrible decisions. Yeah. Or I can't. My thing was not don't get angry because like that that's impossible but just like get angry but then just don't respond just do what you would do normally and just feel angry while you do it if that makes sense oh that sounds like suppression maybe i have some deep issues i need to work yeah. out <laughs> maybe you just need to break something sometimes yeah. yeah it never makes me feel better though i wish i would i'd break shit all the time if it made me feel better maybe you're just does. not breaking the right things in the right kind of ways you know I'm, what i always wanted as a kid sorry i wanted a room full uh, a room that was like padded and I could have goggles and I would go in with a hammer and it was just filled with glasses and glass pitchers, glass plates, windows, anything. Just yeah. two hammers, I always smash everything in the room. to get one of those like $200 cars or whatever you can get from a junkyard mm-hmm. and have a sledgehammer and just anytime I felt like it, just beat the shit out of the car. Because I could just idea. continuously beat the shit out of this shitty car. Until it's like a flat sheet of metal. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I had, like, this He-Man toy or something that I got from a <laughs> flea market, and the joints were so, like, not rusty, but they were hard to move on his, like, el- his like elbow and stuff, that mm-hmm. I you had to, like, really force it, and I forced it, and it cut my finger open, and I got oh, so shit. mad that I bit his face off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, hey, you know, shit. your boy's still standing, Seamus Millar, 2015, I don't Damn. know where the fuck that He-Man is, that's all I'm saying, don't fuck He-Man. with me, man. Seamus took down He-Man with one bite. Well, one yeah. bite, one fucking <laughs> bite. That's what happens when you. That's what happens when you betray me. <laughs> you fucking. I trusted you, He-Man. That's why I kept saying, "I trusted you. I trusted you. <laughs> you were never supposed to cut me, you bastard." Oh God. Uh, listen, I want to do something real quick right now because we got a friend of ours, Karan, who is going back through uh, the older conversations, <laughs> and he is listening and loving and enjoying. He was like, yo, man, I started on conversation one. I was like, damn, dude, we didn't have music yet. We didn't have, what did we have? Just good, good old fashioned. Just talk. two sexy ass voices. Two fucking and sometimes a third. sexy ass <laughs> fucking voices. Well, anyway. He told me that he would uh, do me a favor and write down a choice quote from each episode as we go Hashtag along. Hashtag Quran's quotes. Quran's <laughs> quotes. So this is Quran's quotes, ladies and gentlemen. Um, for episode two, uh, this is what he has. I don't think he did one for episode one. but uh, And I quote, I believe this is your quote, Adam. I oh. don't do anything below double anal. So <laughs> there you go. Um, and this was a quote from me. It says, uh, Grandpa only has one of those flesh dicks. It's not that great, and it's ruined by porn. So thank you very much. That's been Karan's quotes. Go back and check out the fucking archives. Listen back with Karan, man. Maybe you'll catch something funny. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. I when he said that to me at first, I was like, damn. I remember when I first like the when I first started listening to like UID, which is another podcast. That's a good one. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, you got me onto that actually. Uh, shout out to Seamus Moore. But I first started listening like at the like oh we just released this one this week, but it was like you know episode like two hundred and something by that time. So I was like, oh man, these guys are hilarious. And they have a huge backlog of shit. So I just started back from the beginning and worked my way all the way up to the present. And then Karan was like, yeah, dude, like I listened to like the most recent one. And then I went back to the first one. I was like, oh, shit, like this is crazy. Like he did the same thing. So shout out to Karan for making this thing fucking, I don't know, man, that warmed my heart. I'm glad somebody likes it. Yeah. I'm always glad when somebody likes it. Yeah. And if you like it, review us on iTunes. Write a comment on Facebook. Leave us a review on Stitcher. And maybe you want to draw some art. Maybe you want to just fucking do whatever you want. Maybe you want to break a window and, and, and punch through a window <laughs> and film it. And we'll post it on the website. Yeah, That'd be really yeah. bad, actually. Don't do that. Don't I'm not hurt encouraging yourself. you to do that. However, if you find yourself punching a window and you find yourself filming it, I mean, we're not going to not take the video, you know? Yeah. I don't know, man. So, uh, do you do you, what, what do you guys think about this whole ISIS situation? I know it's I know it's uh, developing in Paris today. There was a guy who just stabbed a teacher, and he was like, "I'm from ISIS, yo!" And yeah. it got me oh, thinking. You didn't say world star. <laughs> he was like, "World star, ISIS." No, I, <laughs> it got me thinking actually, and I sent you a text about it. I think that the best way to fight ISIS is to go after their like their. Uh, it's like a PR move. We got to go after their public image we have to because if anyone can just claim to be isis we have to start like doing really nice shit and claiming to be isis like we have to we have to like donate a lot of money to the like the uh acwlu or what does that the ace the double ACLU. oh aclu fuck i fuck this whole bit up we should but just, just like rescue a bunch of puppies from a puppy mill yeah and be like yeah, uh, yeah. and be like isis bitch <laughs> <laughs> these puppies are saved oh from, man because we gotta of ISIS. get all the puppies out and then blow it up Blow up what? The puppy mill or the puppies? The puppy mill so they can't make more puppies. Ooh, that way it'll be, really be convincing. It'll be yeah. like, ISIS blows up a puppy mill. No puppies were harmed. <laughs> a fucking, they do a fucking face turn right in the middle of it. They just become the good guys out of nowhere. They're like, hey, you know, it's just like professional wrestling. It's just reality is written really poorly. <laughs> They're just like, no, we're, we're going. We're good. No, we're good. We used to bomb people, but now we just didn't know the backstory. We used to bomb people. Now we're just the bomb. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a really funny meme. Yo, dude, we got some ISIS memes coming your way. It's it's not gonna make it's not gonna make sense, but now you're gonna know why. Now you're gonna know why we have those ISIS memes, dude. I think that's a fantastic idea. They always try to take credit for shit. They're like, oh yeah, we took down the, the that Russian plane. Like, did you? Did you do that? Or did the Russian plane get shot down by Turkey? Because they claim that they did it. So is everyone just out here claiming, oh yeah, suicide bomber, uh, uh, ISIS? Like, did, because did ISIS say that, or did this guy have like an ISIS tattoo? Because what if the guys are guys and gals? I don't know if there's gals in there because I read something that ISIS is afraid of women. Um, Whatever. They are, because they think if they die, if they get killed by a woman, they're not going to go to heaven. So a lot of the people who are fighting ISIS are recruiting women to, like, shoot them down. ISIS is like, oh, shit. That's what a stupid weakness. That's yeah. like Superman and Kryptonite, like the most retarded shit. Yeah, I heard ISIS. somewhere. ISIS is weak to women and magic, actually. So any of you, any of you wizards magic out there. Magic or Magic the Gathering. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. They just, they just get stuck playing it all night. Like, oh, we were supposed to bomb a building. We, were, we can't end this game. It's too good. I, um, 
what if the guys there's a lot of people claiming ISIS is shit because the guys in ISIS are always just high as fuck all the time like playing Madden or Star Wars or some shit and they never get out there like they have like brilliant plans to bomb shit and kill shit but they just never go out there and do it, and the, and these other guys just do some shit and be like, oh yeah, ISIS. Oh yeah, that's me. It was, it was ISIS. It was ISIS. Like they're sitting there, like we didn't do that, did you? And like, well, it wasn't me. Like, all right, bro, I got the next game. <laughs> we oh still haven't God. seen ISIS yet. It's just a bunch of copycatters. You know what's scary though? On on a real note, we've been joking about ISIS, but I think uh, what you were saying, like, what do you, what do we think about the developing situation? Somebody stabbed somebody. Uh, these other San Bernardino fucks were claiming they were to have ISIS, you know, ties. You know, we we already knew that ISIS had people everywhere. You know, we already knew that. And it was just really a matter of time before they start doing shit, you know? Yeah. Those little random things don't make, uh, they don't stand out and make a point in connection with ISIS, though. Like, why would this guy stab a teacher? What was his relation and all of this? Like, mm-hmm. what? Did, did is he uh, a member of like some other social order, or does he know higher ups like senators and right. stuff? And this was a ploy, like, hey, we'll hurt you guys. It, it just it doesn't... does seem weird. Like, why stab a teacher? Like the San Bernardino thing, I can see just like getting a body count, I guess. But I mean, I've I've always thought this ever since I was a little kid. I've never understood the the terrorist like. The, their strategy, like, 9-11 makes total sense. Like, that was, I mean, I hate to, you know, give them props, but that was, like, the fucking craziest terror attack. Train bombings are scary. Tr- public transportation scary. But, I mean, th- it always seemed to me like, this is just a bus full or a train full of random people. Like, why aren't yeah. you going after, like, politicians or something? A little, well, Something think, a little more scary. I think it is kind of scary, man. I mean, I'm, I'm already afraid of going to see Star Wars on opening night because I'm pretty sure, like, somebody's going to try and do some shisty shit. So in that way, they're kind of winning. Like, they've scared me away from doing the things that I would normally do. Yeah, not me. Fuck that. There's no way. No fucking way. You want to go? You're going to go on an... Yeah, I, I'm not on opening day because that's just been sold out for months. But I don't... I, I just don't... I don't get behind that. You know, like, oh, God, I wake up, like, thinking about ISIS and afraid of ISIS. Yeah. Like, when was the last time you saw, heard... You know, happened to glance somebody who was a supporter of ISIS for real. I mean, I know they're walking among us in the streets, but like, there really is a low threat at this yeah. point for the day to day American, you know, for their day to day life. Sta- yeah, it's scary, but that's all terrorism is. It's just meant to scare you. You know, you stabbing see, you doesn't seem like it's in their motive either. Yeah, that one does seem like an outlier for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's what makes me question: Are they? Did they really tell him like stab somebody, or did was that his idea? And he just no, oh, no. I think that people were just doing crazy shit and then saying like, "Oh, it's ISIS. I'm from ISIS," or yeah. ISIS is saying, "Oh, that's us." Like, you know, like just I don't know. I don't know. Just random shit. I just feel like the the terrorists that are out there in the world, they're not that good. They're just it seems so sloppy, you know? Which actually makes me a little more nervous than if they were really sharp and strategic, because then you could almost like the the world would be like, Oh, these guys are good, like let's really go get them because like they're really fucking dangerous. But they're just doing some like weird like almost yeah. childish. Why hasn't shit. anyone bombed the Macy Day Parade? You know. Yeah, something. Or, that's what I'm, or our football of, stadiums. Come Super Bowl. on, the yeah. Super Bowl. Like, Fuck. come on. Or not even that. Just like big SEC games are. A hundred thousand uh, college yeah. students in the in the stadium. You that's, know what? It's that's so what fucked up. But this is this goes. is how this has definitely changed how our minds work. Like the other day in Philadelphia, they had the Army versus Navy football game, mm-hmm. and my friend was like, "Wow." My friend was like, oh, this is a golden opportunity if you were ISIS. I mean, it kind of is. Like, how that would be huge. 
That would be it, fucking you huge. Would, you would really, yeah. it would make more sense than a teacher getting stabbed or some random people getting shot because those are people who have given their lives to support the American way. So it's like, uh, it, it would. There's also probably like senators and mm-hmm. and shit there who have also been in the army or the navy and families and who who else knows, you know? Yeah, I feel like that's gonna be the next the next. If there's gonna be a next wave where they step their game up, it's gonna be you know a, a targeted politician or like you know uh, let's say there's like a Bill Gates, like a philanthropist or something that he's about to invest in something at a public event and then they take out as many people as they can around that person i think that's the next the next phase if they're doing this strategically they could be starting by like all right first we're going to do like a huge you know terror attack in 2001 we're going to work our way up i mean not that they were there the whole time but just the to build on the momentum and then do a, a lot of like train bombings bus bombing you know and then uh, uh, kidnap some Westerners, behead them over over in the Middle East. But then the next wave after that is you, we get our our sleeper cells in San Bernardino and you know wherever this other guy got stabbed and wherever else they have people in Paris to just go and wreak havoc in the town that they're in. And then the next phase, I feel like after that is taking out higher level targets. You know whether it's soldiers while they're not on duty or politicians or something. And that's when I think shit is going to get. It's, that's when it's really going to start to take a turn, where either ISIS is going to become scary strong, or our the, our countries are going to band together and like really actually get serious about getting them out. Because right now they're using it as this political thing, where it's like, well, if you sign this treaty, I'll support the uh, fight against ISIS, but only if you agree to these tax things. You know, it's like, can we just focus for a second, and we can worry about the details of the shit later? But I feel like if if they start taking out like politicians around the world. That's when it's going to be. Uh, that's when the, the countries are going to get serious, and either we're going to all lose our rights, and it's be, going to become like a fucking Orwellian nightmare. Yeah, exactly. I, or I still it'll don't be think that the random sleeper cells make sense though. Like, if you're going to have random sleeper cells, are they don't even have to be random? You know, they sh- they really should be strategically placed. Yeah. And you know, turn them on, flip a switch, call them, whatever the fuck you do. Uh, Flip a switch. <laughs> well, I think I think what's happening. I think what's happening is it's it, there are people who are supporters of the ideals. Like there are a lot of um, like we we mentioned this on a previous episode where you said like not everybody in the Muslim community, but definitely more people in the Muslim community than not who are like supporters of ISIS to some level or to some extent, or more people than you'd think at least um, who are taking it upon themselves to be like, Oh yeah. Like I'm, I'm just going to say I'm from ISIS or I'm just going to do this shit. And so they're going out on their own. So they're not really sleeper cells. They're not, because that would imply that ISIS put them there. It's sort of just a bizarre, it's almost like the school shooting phenomenon where it's sort of just these lone gunmen or stabby people who are just doing crazy and shit. They, they, they shouldn't claim to be something else because it messes. I don't want to say like it's messing up ISIS's image, but it it definitely makes it harder to plan or to anticipate their next move if you have a bunch of randoms like. Yeah, maybe that's why they're shit. maybe that's why they're doing it though, because now we don't know we don't know when the next. Because San Bernardino, who would have thought? You know, in New York maybe Chicago makes sense, yeah. but San Bernardino, it's like how are we ever going to guess where they're coming from? I next? always thought you should do uh, small cities. Not that you know, San Bernardino is small, but like 
I say like Lehi- Lehigh Acres and like shit like that because nobody would ever expect it. If you did, there's a lot of small towns and like I feel like you can count the really big ones on your hands. Yeah. Yeah, and if you start hitting the small towns, and I think this is why they did it. One, the first reason is that now we're never going to really know where they're going next or have any kind of clue. And two, it it like you were saying, Seamus, it makes you afraid to be in your own town. You know, it's like, well, San Bernardino got hit, my town could get hit, and you start looking around and seeing all these Muslims everywhere, and you get you know afraid and you want to cross the street, you know, that kind of thing. And I feel like that's if if that's what. If there's a plan behind this at all, and it isn't just a bunch of idiots being sloppy, then that's that has to be what this these series of attacks are about. Is like, don't think we're just out in the Middle East. You know, we have people in your neighborhood who are going to come kill you because we say so. And if they can get that message across, we're going to turn against each other because we're so afraid. Like fucking Trump is already like, oh yeah, we got to keep all the Muslims out. Like what, dog? What are you saying? Like that? You do realize that that's not a fucking solution at all. I mean, it's the solution that the U.S. has taken time and time again. Yeah, and time and time again, it's been seen as a historical mistake after it's happened. So I think at this point, we need to just, like, not do that part. But it was seen as a mistake because nothing that serious happened. But what if they Mm, had let people and something serious did happen? That's a really good point. Then they would have had the mistake of not keeping them out. What, What serious happened? Or what? What Jasmine is saying is, what Jasmine is saying is, it was seen as a historical mistake because they said, "Hey, we're not going to bring all these dangerous people into the country," and then nothing bad happened, and people were like, "Oh, what the fuck? Like you kicked all these people out?" And it's like Jasmine's saying, maybe it wouldn't have been seen as a mistake had it not happened. Does that make any sense? Where like maybe? No, I, I I see what you're saying. I just I think I disagree because I don't think. I don't think the reason that nothing bad happened, or I mean, there's plenty of bad happened, but nothing that like. You know, like they thought was going to happen. I don't think it was because they rounded all these people up, like the Japanese, for example, in World War II. I don't think it was because they rounded them all up that nothing happened. I don't think anything was going to happen. And at the, or the people that they rounded up weren't going to do anything anyway, at least 99.99% of them. And then anyway, there's a whole country full of Japanese that, or there's probably Japanese sympathizers from other countries that they could sneak in. And that's the thing with ISIS now is like, it's not just... You're obvious, like, oh, you're from the Middle East. You've been there since you were a kid. Like, you have ties to terrorist organizations. It's like, oh, this guy was a mechanic. He had a job and a wife and a kid. But then one day, he just shot a bunch of people for ISIS. And it's like, so what are we really suggesting? Are we going to round up millions and millions of Muslims just because they're, like, they're the same? They say they're the same religion as these other people, and we're not going to let any Muslims in because they are a part of the same religion? Like, I think it's a slippery slope, first of all. I mean, and I think it always seems like the right thing to do when you're really terrified and you feel like your back is against the corner. But if afterward you look back and say, like, that was a mistake, you just shouldn't do that again. And I think we've done it in enough times and enough people around the world have done it to know that it's not a very good system anyway to keep you safe. And two, if you always think it's a mistake or that you you know, took away people's rights when you shouldn't have, then you probably just shouldn't do it again, even if it seems like a good idea. I mean, but if they're not citizens, they don't really have rights here. Well, I think they still do have rights. I mean, as a a human, they do have, you know, essential rights, rights, but they don't have rights here. Yeah, I mean, for sure. But I just think it's a waste of... It would be distracting to try and round up all these Muslims, because then you have to process them, put them in camps, feed... 
you know, well, I don't think, I don't think he was suggesting. Why you just not let them in? I, yeah, I don't think and he was ever. And then you have to do any of that shit. I don't think he was ever suggesting that we round them up. Not to, not, I'm going to play my defense of Donald Trump card right now. Um, oh, it's a Trump card. Fuck. Oh. Um, <laughs> He, uh, I don't think he was suggesting that we round up the existing people. I think he was simply saying to not allow immigrants in. And I, I'm, I'm only playing devil's advocate because uh, I'm not even playing devil's advocate. I just want to clarify because I don't, I don't. <clears throat> I saw something about how Jimmy Carter did a similar thing, and it's, and I'm not saying it's right either. It's just, uh, it's the thing that the thing that really bothers me about Trump, uh, or or bothers me more so than Trump, are all the people on Facebook posting about Trump constantly and being like. Fuck you, Trump. You're like Hitler. And it's like, okay, can we fucking calm the fuck down for a fucking minute? Like, everybody likes to go after the easy target because they want to assume this is a completely different subject. This is no longer about what Trump's actual policy is. This is just me being annoyed at people on Facebook who think they know better or think that they like. I heard people say, people have actually said this to me this week. Oh, he shouldn't be allowed to run for president. Well, no, that's not how it fucking works. Because that's not what democracy is. If everybody, yeah. if, if he runs on a platform of everyone hates fucking Muslims, let if, vote me in, and everyone hates fucking Muslims, then I'm sorry, that's, that's fucking democracy. democracy. Yeah, it sucks. That's the system we're supposed to live in, where it's almost like, it, it is in a sense mob rule, and I'm not really, I where do you, where do you fall down on democracy, guys? Because... This is going to sound super un-American, but I am not as big of a fan as I was when I was idealistic and young because democracy is almost dependent on the idea that everybody in the system is well-educated and involved and cares about what's going on in the world. It's definitely not the case. And I think, yeah, I think like 90% of people don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I, uh, I... I always wanted to have my own island and be the ruler of it, so I guess I don't believe in democracy. I think it's really, it's the only way. You can't, you can't do it any other way. Because the second that you uh, are telling other people what to do because you know better, it's, that never works. And whether it might work for a little bit, you know, you might be able to fake some shit in there, but every system just starts collapsing once you have a group of people who are serving another group of people. And not even serving, but they, it could just be like, you know, somebody else telling you what to do for your whole life and for generations. You're like, ah, fuck that. I'm kind of tired of that. That, I mean, that it's, always it's, happens. It's, in a way, what's happening now, like, there, there, there's this – there's, like, such a, such a blatant um, segregation between the upper class and the regular people where it's almost like uh, – it, we have we have sort of an idea of choice, like hey, pick between heads or tails, but really it's the same fucking coin every single time. My thing with Donald Trump, honestly, is that I think that the presidential uh, position is so secured and like and pretty pretty uh, hard hard fastened, I suppose, where there's not really that many options. Like a friend of mine, his argument. Uh, against what I'm saying now, where I said, like, I don't really think Trump would even have the power to change that much as president in the same way that, like, Obama didn't really have that much power to change anything. And nobody's really had that much power to change anything for probably, like, maybe since Kennedy and they fucking killed him. Um, <laughs> but uh, my friend was like, yeah, but, you know, the president does get to decide what kind of conversation we're going to have. We're just going to have dumbass conversations for the next, like, four years. And I was like, all right, well, so then you're admitting that it doesn't really fucking matter one way or the other. Yeah, like, I always uh, see politicians as pawns, like pres presidential people as, as pawns, because uh, so my own theory in my head is that there's, there's a set path that, like, the U.S. is on, 
so to say. So it doesn't matter who gets voted in because shit is still going to go the way shit's going. Yeah. And yeah. If, if, if it was really democracy, then, like, if a new bill came out, then everybody would go and vote. There would be ballots year-round. But they're not. Like, we vote people into office, and uh, they're supposed to be representative of, of the people that they're... Uh, are the state where they come from or whatever the fuck. And uh, those people can be bought so easily. It would be so much harder to buy millions of people to sway a vote than the couple that that are needed, like two or three that are needed to sway a vote this way or that way. I think my answer to the democracy question is, uh, well, it's like Gandhi said. He said They said, uh, Gandhi, what do you think about democracy? And he said, I think it would be a good idea. Because there is no real democracy happening right now. This, you know, I'm now paraphrasing, but there's not. It's not a, the democracies that we have in quotes aren't really democracies. You know, it's not. Yeah. We don't really have a good example. So, like the, it's all theory at this point. You know, you can. Well, it's like in the same way that like socialism and communism seem good on paper, but then when you actually actually introduce the human element, they haven't been able to be they haven't been implemented in the correct way so far. So it's almost like does democracy you can be like, yeah, in theory it works, but does it actually work? Because it is sort of dependent on participation from everyone. But yeah. do you think yeah. we could even get to that point? Do you think that's even possible? Because I think it's I think it's inevitable. I think it's the only sustainable form of government. It's really the only sustainable one. There are, there can be some that come and go. You know, there have been dynasties for thousands of years and monarchies for hundreds of years and things like that. And th- those systems came and, and went. You know what I mean? And it seems like if you could draw a line. Uh, you know, in one direction, and it represents the development of societies. They're all moving towards dem- democracy in one way or the other. We've all kind of. I'm not so sure about that. I I, I think that I think that we're sort of moving towards a uh, a new form of government, which is almost kind of like a. I, now let me. I'm gonna let me be super hyperbolic here and say it's a little bit of like a corporate fascism, where I think what's gonna happen is it's it's the the people who are really in control of things are the ones who are offering products and stuff. At least the way I see it now, where it's like you know Coca Cola has a, probably as much power as like a very high level politician. All these corporations have those sorts of powers, and it's almost like they are the ones who are deciding where shit goes more so than our politicians. So it's almost like yeah. the political system yeah. isn't even working anymore. It's all, it's all sort of just going into this consumerism sort of thing where it's, 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 it's kind of like an oligarchy where it's just the, the richest people are, are the ones who are running it, which I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. What I'm saying is if you can, if you can take the average of all the societies and I'm talking about, keep in mind that we've had the Mongols on on this earth, you know, we've had like, the worst fucking shit on the planet going back i think if you could take the average of all that we're the all of the societies around the world are moving towards democracy and towards like you know we're moving away from the dictator system and more towards like well what do we all want you know that kind of a thing i feel like there was still democracy in those past structures you're talking about because they had um uh consultants in a bunch of different fields, and although it's not like democracy for the people and how we have it today, there was still some debating before something was chosen. 
Yeah, but then, then it was just like the king and his council, and they were debating things among themselves, but they didn't really give a fuck about the people. The people weren't voting them in either, so it didn't really... It was just like, oh, now I had a son, so he's going to be the next ruler, right, whether well, he's good or we, not. We vote people in now, but they don't really give a fuck about the majority I, I'm, of I'm us. I'm not saying we have a perfect democracy, to be clear. What I'm saying is I think the world is moving towards democracy all around the world. I'm, I don't think anywhere has sure gotten a, I'm not sure a if it's good democracy, democracy though. Because for me, democracy really is dependent on people's involvement as far as like what they want the political system to do. I, I believe that it's more it's moving towards individual freedom um, and individual choice about like what you want to do with your life. But democracy, I think, is a different thing almost where it's it's an involvement in the political system. Where I think I think what's happening is it's almost going to be like you have the freedom to make choices about what you want to do with your own life, but not really the the large the, the larger picture is sort of like I like the, I don't know it's it's weird like I think I, I my my personal belief that is what can happen is we're going to be forced into a situation in which uh, things are like technology is going to advance to the point where we are going to be able to um, accurately uh, control and maintain our resources and distribute them evenly only in order to keep the species alive, essentially, where we're going to be able to have it all sort of down to a science where it's going to be a numbers thing. Like, Oh, this many people here live here. This many people live here. This is what we need here. This is what we need here. This is what we need here. But I'm not sure if I wouldn't even know. I don't know if I could call that democracy though, because people wouldn't have control over that distribution. Does that make any sense? It, it makes sense. I mean, it's I, maybe maybe like you know a hundred thousand years later than than like let's say if there's a line we're definitely moving towards that, but I think there has to be like that's such a utopia you know it's almost it's like yeah at the end of the game where that's where we're, we're going to be at if we don't kill ourselves before then I just I but don't I know think if in you... order to get there and plus here's the thing like let's say we have okay we have this this te- technological system that's delivering resources. Do, do machines just handle every possible thing? They take the resources, they cook them for us, they give them to this, uh, they pave the roads for us. It, it just, I feel like there's always going to be, you know, decisions that have to be made amongst a group of people. And within that group of people, there's going to be a neighboring group of people and they're going to have needs or, or you know, uh, ideas, even wants, you know, uh, let's work together type of situations where they're going to need to have representatives because you can't have a hundred people talking at the same time and if everybody agrees on this side of the 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 fence and everyone agrees on that side of the fence just send one person to handle the ideas that's a democracy It, it doesn't have to be a formal a really you know rigid system but i think democracy is the only sustainable form where you could if you really came up with a tight system you could keep that going as far as you know social order you know technology is going to make everything Technology isn't going to – I feel like people get into this trap where they think we're going to come up with the, a supercomputer that comes up with the answer and, uh, you know, oh, it's everything solved. You know, we got this. But here's the thing. We have computers coming up with answers that solve the problems of the world today, but it's just a matter of, well, are people going to fucking listen? Are we going to allocate the resources the right way? Are we going to listen to the machines? You know what I mean? Maybe somebody these this technology is delivering resources all around the world, and somebody figures figures out how to steal some from somebody else, and now we have a theft problem. I just feel like there's technology can only go so far. Otherwise, it's like the the best use of technology I think is to assist human endeavors because 
if you follow the trail of technology to a to like infinity you either do away with humans in the sense that we like absorb into the machines in some kind of a way or the machines annihilate humans or the machines go off and do their own thing and humans are left on earth but it doesn't like to me it it, it just doesn't make sense that one day we're going to have some system where it's like oh well the technology just takes care of us like what are we going to be doing just eating food all day and just like sitting on our asses like, do whatever that's not we gonna want be, man building making that's not gonna, making arts that's not and crafts <laughs> it's not gonna be fun but what do humans want they want to make shit and they want to look out into the world and understand they want to have a good time they want to be challenged you know they want to you know have a sense of f- fulfillment and i don't f- think you need uh, uh technology to do that at all i don't i mean it could definitely help but I think it's even it would work even better if we didn't have AI telling us what to do. And that's my problem with the other forms of government is anytime you have somebody telling you what's good for you and you don't understand why, you might disagree. And if you can't understand the argument that they're making, you either have to go on blind faith, which has been the issue with religion for the last 2,000 years or, or 1,500 years. And the, the government. Yeah, it, I mean, that's, blind faith is a huge issue. And if the machines are doing everything, nobody understands. And it's basically now they're gods that we just, oh, whatever the machines say, we do. You know, I don't know. I just don't think that's, I don't think that's a sustainable way. I think but, democracy is more sustainable for humans. Yeah, for I, humans. Just, I just, I don't know, man. I, I It's going to speak to my lack of faith in the general populace. Like, I, I think that, I think that individuals could all have the capability to be there. I'm just not sure if where we are now, we will ever get to a point where people are that interested in anything beyond their individual personal decisions. Um, Like, I'm not sure, because I I think, like, maybe a democracy, I think democracy probably works best in smaller groups where uh, it affects your day-to-day life almost. And it's like, oh, man, if there's only 10 of us, it's, it's important that everybody's word is you know, valuable and, and because we are living amongst these people. But when there's like billions of people on the planet, I, I don't know how that necessarily would work. I guess maybe, I don't know, man. I, it's, it's, I think what you're saying is, and, and this is a, a, an old ass argument with democracy is that it's, I mean, I, I just recently heard it on some Dan Carlin uh, podcast where he was talking about Herodotus, which is this ancient, like one of the first great historians is that uh, he, there's this dialogue where they're talking about the different forms of government and the issue with them. And they basically they say, like, you know, a democracy, like, get out of, your, get out of here. You're out of your fucking mind that, you know, the people are so stupid that, you know, and we'd be relying on them to make decisions. But here's the thing is that, so what, what is the alternative? I understand that that's a problem. And here's what happens with a problem. You have to come up with a solution. And if your solution is, oh, well, we just got to have something else or someone else who tells us what to do, that's not going to work sustainably forever. Because at some point, the people there's going to be a greater number of people who don't understand what's going on, and they might be a little angsty, and then they turn against that the, the smaller group of people who are making all the decisions. Is that not what's going on today? Absolutely. That's absolutely what I'm saying. It, that is absolutely going on today. But what I'm saying is it always happens whenever you, you have somebody else telling you what to do. I mean, but it's, it's happening now, and it's still there's still democracy. I, no, I would disagree with that. I don't think there's a real democracy. I, think, I mean, it's, the definition you're using it by is the same shit. What definition am I using for democracy? Everything you've been fucking explaining. When people vote for what they want to see done, I find that, I think that's democracy. We're not really voting for shit. 
we're barely voting for the pe- person we want to be in office. You know, we barely get a choice in that. That's not really a democracy. That we're really living in like an oligarchy, for real. I think a, yeah, I don't think I'm we've just seen not a sure good democracy. A, I yet. don't. I don't know if a true democracy in the way that you're describing is possible. That's that's my thing. I don't. I don't know if that's possible because even in the smaller groups where there's a smaller democracy, let's say there's ten people, they look to that person. and there's like always a leader of sorts. I think that that's sort of how humans are built and kind of. And maybe that's just because that's all I've been exposed to, and that's that's my fucking cultural bias. Because there's never really been a true democracy to my knowledge, unless there was some ancient civilization that like had their shit on point that fucking worked it out perfectly. But it always seems like at the end of the day, there's a hierarchy there of leaders yeah and are leaders so bad is is it inherently bad to be a leader no i'm not i'm just saying i don't think i i don't think that they i don't think that the true democracy that you're describing can exist with like a, a leader structure like 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 that it, it doesn't it doesn't yeah, it'd be great if like everybody was doing every like was like oh yeah like we're all involved in this and we're all figuring it out together. But I just don't think that that's how people work. I mean, I, I think how that, how is that not how is that not how people work? Have you ever had a group project? I mean, and this is a, yes, it's a dumb and, example. And, and every group project sucks, I've ever right? had, but you get the group yeah. project done, and that's the thing. That is democracy because There's somebody an steps and a downside up and takes everything. care of it. Yeah. Takes care of like ninety percent of the work. Okay, and that's the leader of the project. So let's all vote that person. Hey, you want to do the work? You want to make sure that be the leader. You're our leader. That's how it should work. We don't. If you don't want to do it, you shouldn't have to do it. You should be able to say, "Here's what I would like to see done," and you take it from here. I don't really give a fuck about this project, but here's what what I care about. That's a democracy. I mean, does it have to be this? It doesn't have to be the same leader for every political decision, or the same person that you go to. And you don't have to look at this person like a, a, a saint or a guru or like you know the god. They just have to be the person that you trust to transmit the information that your group is telling them. Just right. give it to them straight, Mike, and you know. Let's get on with our fucking day but and I think, figure out what I to think do what, about this bridge. I think what Jasmine's trying to say and what I'm trying to say – Jasmine, don't let me put words in your mouth. But I think that that is what has sort of been put into practice now and we see the results of that where it turns into an oligarchy. I'm not sure if there's ever a time where it won't. So what's your alternative? What's my alternative? What, is your, what, what could work today is what I'm saying. Because sure, let's say we have some artificial intelligence god – that is, uh, comes and saves us. Glotty fucking da, but we don't have that today. Can you stop yelling? Yeah, man, no, stop yelling, dude. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know what the alternative is. I don't know what the alternative is. I think. I think that. I think that. Uh, it's 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 sort of shit. I don't know if I have an alternative. I don't know if I have an alternative, and I wish I did. And that's kind of where I feel sort of trapped in the. Uh, the 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 way that human nature almost works where it's it's i'm not sure if there is ah man this does feel kind of fatalistic but that's kind of how i feel where it's it, i'm i'm not sure what the alternative is i'm not sure if there is there is no like utopian uh there's no utopia as long as you know as long as humans exist oh shit the robots have gotten to me dude i'm already fucking i'm already on the robot side i'm just like yeah put us in fucking hamster cages fuck it well at least we'll be safe then you know we'll have our fucking water and our food and our tv and we'll just fucking hang out i think that i don't know my my definition of utopia is sort of you get to decide what you do on a day-to-day basis and 
you don't have to worry about resources or people killing you or all that sort of shit. And it does sort of lead to like a Wally scenario where we're just fat fucks floating around on chairs, eating food, not worrying about shit. I think that is probably where things end up. And then I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, 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 I'm not even saying a democracy would be a utopia either, to be clear. It wouldn't be a utopia. There'd be plenty of upset people. You'd often see your idea get shot down, even if it's a great idea. You'd often see things happening that you didn't want to happen. But I think there's never going to be a utopia. There's always going to be an issue. Like with the Wally situation, we got a bunch of fat fucks looking like jelly beans rolling around in space. Like, that's not good because there is a physical. Um, I don't want to say limitation, but on our bodies, like our bodies, where we we are born into them. So, and they have certain like we have to eat a certain amount of calories per day and certain amount of nutrients. And if you don't exercise, your body actually doesn't feel as good as when you do exercise. You know, and of course we could come up with some technology that zaps you out of your body somehow or works your body out for you. But at the same time, we could also just have people like exercising. And I think that is a it's a that would come, I'm hoping, will come sooner than a machine that does it for us. I mean, there's already a lot of those, uh, like, put this belt on and zap, zap, zippity, zap, you got some abs, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a, oh, there's a lot of those machines that work where you can electrically stimulate your muscles to, um, to contract so that, so that it works it out without you have, actually having to work it out. So, in some ways, we are already at that point. The... the the thing is that there's so much there there are so many other things going on right now that fixing yourself to fix everything else doesn't actually seem like a solution. I think yeah, I think all you have control over is what you do. So it's almost like a personal like in the same way that we could just end up with a lot of fat fucks rolling around or we could just as easily end up with a lot of fit people who are doing fit sh- it's all it's all based on personal choice and there's no real way to uh there's no real there. way to demand that people do that unless there is some sort of figure saying like no you need to exercise for this reason x y and z i, I, I mean there the, there are those out there i don't think that people even uh can understand the notion that they're in charge of what they do to a sense as like waking up, working out, or eating right. A lot of people attribute what happens in their life to other things, not that they had any control over it. Yeah, I agree. I feel like that's a huge issue. It's like, oh, well, when I was like 14, this kid said something really mean to me, so now I'm just an asshole to everyone I know. It's like, well, you're making that sound like it's outside of your control, but it's really not. Like, you really are still just being an asshole every day. Yeah. They, yeah, they don't acknowledge. Isn't the word? It's uh, own up. No, there, there's like a word for it. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, so I'll we'll figure I, it I'm out. with you on that. I'm I think sorry. that's where the I think that's where the change really needs to happen. Like, it doesn't matter what you could have. Um, you could have a monarchy that that everyone is just loving this. Like, oh, I wouldn't have any other form of government. I love this monarchy. Yeah, but if, I mean, but that, that would rely on everyone kind of being happy you know if everyone's happy who gives a fuck what kind of system it is i just think we've seen over the years that certain like the monarchies there's too much power concentrated in people oligarchies same issue 
that's that's the only reason why I say I think the only sustainable form is democracy because anytime you have leaders that you, you know or even like the the um, what America was founded on the whole re- the democratic republic where there's supposed to be a quote unquote philosopher king who's the president anytime you start giving titles out like that it's like come on man like you're already sucking this guy's dick way too hard like he's gonna you know get a big head no wanky wanky and he's gonna make some <laughs> really shysty decisions that really benefit him the most as yeah, opposed or if to not him, his, his predecessor or, or not predecessor yeah. his, kids, uh, his, his or kids that's what I mean his, yeah his, his grandkids in, hey. hey hey you fucking grandkids, grandkids. hey <laughs> yeah uh, I don't know man. I think that's that's the real issue Jasmine really hit it on the head there is like people there's no accountability that's what yeah, it is accountability yeah everyone needs to be accountable for their own actions first and I think you know? that it's this is my this is my sad view on things is that i i think in order for humans to be truly accountable we need something outside of ourselves like, yeah but here's the thing here's the thing about that too is that you were saying like oh i wouldn't yeah i don't think people are going to exercise unless there's somebody there telling them to exercise but that's not why a lot of people exercise for example another example like do you play video games because somebody told you like hey Seamus, it's fun to play video games you should do that no you play them because you like it and i think the thing is if you're clever enough in the way that you raise your kids and your schools are clever enough in the way that they educate them and your, um, your system of government is solid enough that it, you know everyone's kind of on the same page and education is flowing, you can teach people that there is a way to live your life that is not only f- – you know. <laughs> You don't really want to do bad things. You know, you don't want to eat until you're you can't move. Uh, you don't really want to do do anything that would be harmful because it's so enjoyable to live this other way where everyone's nice and friendly and et cetera, et cetera. And it sounds like a fucking you know sitting around the campfire, but I mean, who wouldn't want to live in a society where everyone's just happy? It, it, it just doesn't make sense. You know, maybe you'll have a crazy person here and there or some assholes here and there, but the system should have a. Uh, uh, like a feature in it to take care of those people in one way or another, you know, that everybody should agree on. But I, I don't know. What is the feature? I feel like like there's too many outliers. Uh, like Seamus was saying that he, you know, he's nervous about going to see the movie. Like people are so worried about those things, which they, which are really out of their control. Mm -hmm. Their, their, their main productivity, like they're, all of their thoughts for the day are focused on um, ifs and buts, like this. And what this, ifs? Yeah, yeah, what ifs? What yeah. if? What if somebody jumps me on the way home? Like, what if some, somebody yeah. breaks into my house while I'm not there? It's like, oh God, can you just focus on what you're doing? So it, it, it's they they these thoughts are like running rampant through their head so much that they aren't able to focus in the moment on what they're doing. They're never actually in the present. They're always thinking about the past or the future. Ooh, well, let me just let me just plug something right here, guys. I know we've kind of had a somber episode, which I'm I'm happy we did because I I'm, I we, we, I know we like to joke around and stuff, but I'm glad we had this discussion, and I would love to hear people's feedback as far as like what they because I I don't want to sound too much like a fascist, guys, but like when I read 1984, I thought the guys who were like I love that book. I thought the guys who were like enslaving the people were kind of right. <laughs> Um, because they like, they took out, they took out, it's weird, man. When he's like, no, if I hit you a bunch and I tell you that three is five, it doesn't really matter what you say. If I say three is five, three is fucking five. And it's, it's, it's almost a weird thing where it's like, I I don't know, man, it's tough to, it's tough to argue around the idea of sort of taking the control out of people's hands for their, for their 
for their for what's best, I guess. Which that's, is which is hard because it's so a, easily uh, corruptible. That's false logic because people aren't in control anyway. You can't take control away from people. People aren't in control. A, a comet could hit our planet at any moment. We just we're just incinerated forever. People aren't in control. So to have a government system that takes control away from people who never had it anyway, I mean, obviously. Obviously, that book was full, chock full of suffering. There's no way around that. I mean, is is there some sweetness to surrender? Sure, but why wouldn't you want to rather? Wouldn't you rather surrender into like a spiritual path and surrender yourself to that rather than a, some fucking fascist dictatorship who's gonna who creates constant war around the world to feed this? But fucked if you up don't know any better, how control. is it suffering? If you if you know nothing outside of that, then what is the what is what is suffering? Only comes from because when you. you you have a, a physical body, first of all, that has genes and a DNA that's set up to run a certain specific way. And surrender, sure, it's a part of the human brain, and it can be very powerful and, and joyful even. And it can be, you know, like, I have meaning in my life. But there are also all these other things that, like, for example, he, he's physically in pain all the time. His knee hurts or whatever, his hip, whatever it is. It's not not you know, a great he, example. Okay, let's say that all of those physical problems are taken care of, all of the things that sort of the necessities for life, you're living comfortably. Let's think about it in sort of like a hamster I, okay, way. I, we're, no, we're, listen, I feel like if we were – if, if everyone was to live happily and all this other shit, we'd have to clockwork orange people. What do you mean? Um, could we, we'd have to condition them so that, um, uh, what, like, uh, be, being violent and, like, uh, rape, pillaging, uh, shit uh, like that yeah, would, yeah. would make them sick. Like, they, they couldn't stand it to the point where nobody, nobody could stand doing that shit. I guess that's yeah, kind of I what I'm that. saying. Like, taking away the, taking away the, taking away the bad choices almost, making them not choices. Is that not fascism, even if it works out well? It, it, like, like, I... You know, like if you if you're like, oh, we're just gonna mind control people so they can't murder each other anymore, is that is that bad? I think it's it's not sustainable. It's gonna fall at some point because how do you how do you make sure that the people who you elect into this inner circle who know that they're duping everybody else, you know, and you have all these sheep who are just walking around thinking life is great through mind control. Who are these mind controllers? You know, how do you how do you get the next generation of sheep to be in the mind control group who do you choose you know how do you guarantee that you're not going to fuck that up where one day you're going to get one guy who goes rogue and goes and tells all the sheep that they're fucking sheep mm, and wayward it, pines yeah like wayward pines exactly i think all of those systems i mean even if one of the human features of the brain is that it's just constantly scanning and it's curious and it wants to know how things work it's looking for patterns and you just can't i you you can't sustainably fool everyone you can't fool all the people all the time you just can't it's it takes you know like in 1984 it's a great symbol it takes constant continuous world war to keep a system like that in place and there are alternatives where every where people also feel like they don't have uh control you know they the control is out of their hands like the dharma the little d dharma in ancient india was supposed to be um built in to to serve that purpose where everybody knows their job and when they wake up in the morning from when they go to sleep at night they know what they're supposed to be doing and their bodies function well cuz they're doing yoga and they're you know doing their job and they they can trust that everyone around them is going to do what they need to do to make this shit run. 
that that's another system where the control is out of their hands too, but they surrendered willingly and voluntarily and said, I like how this works. I think I would be happy here. I'm going to, I'm going to surrender into this system as opposed to some other dude being like, no, you're going to surrender to me. That's the, the key difference. I think, I think that, surrender no, I think is that, key. I, th- but I don't, I don't know if I'm describing it in a, in a way that it's almost like pe- people are being forced into it. I think people will choose it. People will choose to have Coca-Cola. People will choose to have this shit. People will choose all these things and they'll give up certain things to have those amenities. They'll, they'll give up, they'll give up the, the people give up their say in things in order to live comfortably. If you want to take the example of a group project, people will be like, hey, I don't give a fuck how this project works out as long as I don't have to fucking worry about it. If you take care of it and it works out, I don't really give a fuck. People will Until it doesn't work out. Until it doesn't work out, yeah. But what I'm saying is if if they could keep it working, it's sort of like it's it it's sort of how how things are set up now, where we are very comfortable with our bread and circus as long as shit is not fucking with us too much. You know, we don't give a fuck about the rest of the world for the the vast I'd say maybe not the vast majority, but a lot of people don't even look outside of America for pretty much anything because they are living in sort of a world of luxury. And I don't know, man, it's almost like it's fucked, man. It's not fucked, but it's almost like. Yeah, you're saying that people – essentially what you're saying is people will give up their rights to be comfortable. But I don't think people just want to be comfortable. It's nice to be comfortable, but that – got to give me a little something more than just comfortable. Yeah, because if know. you're not uncomfortable from time to time, you don't know what comfortable even is. And you just want to be more and more comfortable and, ooh, I need a softer chair now. And what, what rights do I have to give away for that? You know, that, that we're exactly a part of this system that you're talking about. We're just giving shit away. Like, oh, yeah, take this away. You know, you, you do that for me. I'll just close my eyes. You make whatever deal you have to make with, uh, with uh, you know, whatever fucking deal Monsanto. Yeah, whatever deal with the devil you have to make, I'll just close my eyes because I have a soft chair and a big TV. I mean, that's, that's literally the entire problem in the world is that we have this disconnect where as long as someone's putting a, a spoon with sugar in our mouth and we can close our eyes and put earphones in, we don't give a fuck what's going on. Yeah, which and is why I'm... Sure Kind for of saying our lifetime, like, so our lifetime, it may work out that we live and die with the, with a silver spoonful of sugar in our mouths and our comfy chairs. But what about our kids and our grandkids? Mm, nice. They might not be so lucky. They might not be so lucky I, as us. And it's it would be so selfish for us to just be like, well, as long as as long as I can live and die in comfort, you know, I don't care if most of the most of the world's not comfortable at this point. You can you don't even have to look that far outside your window to see a little bit of suffering, you know. I, I just feel like it's so. Just so close-minded. I think most of the decisions that are made on a grand scale, government-wise, and uh, on a small scale, like us day-to-day, mm-hmm. everything is a devil's gamble. Like, you're either going to do do something that works right now, but then fuck something up in the future, or you're going to plan for the future and mess up right now. So, yeah. e- either way, you're you're doing something, but you have to give something up that you probably wouldn't want to. Yeah, and I think it, it, to be happy, you really need a mix, you know? You have to make some short-term decisions, like, today I want to do something fun because I'm a human being and I enjoy fun. But at the same time, you also have to do things that contribute to the, your community around you, which is fucking everybody, because there is... Humans really do get satisfaction and fulfillment and joy out of helping each other. And if you don't do that enough, you will find yourself anxious and paranoid and depressed and hiding in your house, just praying you can just get another season of some show so that you don't have to go out and face the world. I think the problem with that is that 
people don't know how to interact anymore. Like, uh, you'll be walking on the sidewalk, and you're saying, like, our basic human nature is to help other people. And Part of it. You won't, you, you can't, like, just wave high or, like, do something without being, like, fuck, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. We're getting closer. Like, do I look up? <laughs> do I look down? What the fuck do I do? Because, like, we can almost make eye contact. Like, oh, oh, all right. Two steps past. We're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, We're good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess I just I just don't see I just don't see a true democracy ever I don't see it as a realistic goal. I, I, I like it. I like it. Trust me. I'm I'm only playing devil's advocate here because I'm not I'm not disagreeing with any of the things you say that that is a better way for human beings to live their lives on average. I guess the problem I'm having is I don't think that a democracy in the way that you're describing it is possible because of all the shenanigans that happens. I don't think that I don't think that that I don't think that works. I don't think it will work. I and it's a nice idea like Gandhi said, but I there the flip side and or a part of that statement is almost like it's a nice idea. I don't see it working. I don't know how yeah. it could possibly work. I, is I what I'm saying. The, I'm the broader point that I'm making is that it doesn't really matter what kind of government. I think I think pr- almost I objectively, almost objectively, you can you you can, however, draw a line from uh, you know less developed to more developed, and on more developed, it's more democratic. People are more involved or have more freedom or more choice. You know that's that's in in how things go, but I. I don't, you know, you could, like I said, you could have a monarchy. You could have a, a communist fucking asshole dictator. Or not an asshole dictator, but you, you, he would have to a be nice like a really great a guy. A really yeah, awesome a really dictator who's guy. just like, listen. I really want what's best for everyone, so how do I make that happen? That could work. It could totally work, but it just depends on the people. The, the system of government, it's just a, you know, when people say like, oh, if only we had like a communist party. If only we had, that's just, you're just externalizing the the internal problems that people are having because if if you could trust the person to the left and to the right of you uh, and y- you know if you had to get something done you knew who, you knew in your community you could all band together and get it done and I, I mean community it could be a country uh, large then it doesn't matter whether there's a king a dictator a president a prime minister it doesn't fucking matter so there's really, there's there's really no government system that could create that sort of environment it's all up to personal choice personal freedom personal decisions Mm -hmm. but i don't think we're wired that way because if you if you think about human nature evolution early then you want your genes to pass on so unless somebody is helping you pass on your genes like do better Mm -hmm. then you don't really give a fuck about helping them you know like i don't don't think it's our human nature to help other people unless we're being helped i i i disagree with that slightly i think there is a stronger more natural drive to help your the people who you share genes with and i think you should recognize that in the system like you should definitely keep things around the family and and preach about protecting each other you know protect your family first kind of a thing and then uh worry about people other people outside of your family later but i i still think that people it's a part of human nature my it's my belief to help each other, even if you're a stranger. But why? Uh, and I think I think that I think that not to totally interrupt you, but I think that you're correct because I think that it serves our self-interest to make sure that everyone around us is taken care of. Because if everyone's taken care of, you have a better chance of survival. So I think that it's it's not necessarily a good or bad thing, but it is something we can harness for the greater good, as it were, where we are 
basically informing people that it is in their self in, it's in their self interest to be nice, to take care of other people, to do the things that are what we would classify as good or healthy. It's in everyone's personal, selfish self-interest to act that way in order to make sure that they have a better chance of survival, they have a better life, because everyone around well, them has the a better life. Why the fuck do I have to waste my time with that? Because you it's in your self-interest. You, you don't have to. But I, but I think the, the answer is twofold. Yes, number one, like, conceptually, it's in your self-interest. And two, physically, or like, uh, like almost like biochemically, if you help somebody or you do something good for somebody, you see a kid who's about to fall off something, you like grab them right before they, they fall, you get that like, oh my God, oh, that could have been bad, like, but I saved you, like, oh, thank God you're okay. You're not really thinking at that time, like, oh, I'm fucking awesome. Like, you might think about that later and tell a story like that, but when you're saving that kid, you're reaching out, it doesn't matter if it's your kid or not. I think it's different whether or not it's a kid or another adult. I, I think that's, I, mean, I think that's besides the point, to be honest with you. I just think like I think that like I think what you're saying, Jasmine, is true in that we are sort of doing things for our own self interest. Like if if I'm not passing my genes on with you, but but like I don't give a fuck. But I think that but, okay, so I you're th- still doing something in your self interest if you're helping someone to feel better about yourself. Exactly. I think you can expand that circle beyond just passing on your genes, and I think that if we um, sort of. Uh, that needs to be more clear to everyone in the world, I guess, that, that it is in your self-interest to be a decent person because if you're awesome and everyone else is around you is awesome, everything's fucking awesome. And, and it, is, there is, it is still sort of inherently selfish, but I'm not sure if that selfish nature is inherently bad. It's just sort of what it is. And it's, I mean, but there is no bad or good. Exactly. I'm totally agreeing with you. But what I'm saying is that we can take that selfish nature um, and apply it for good things because it isn't good or bad. We get to decide what we want to be done in that sense. And I don't know, man. I I think that... Uh, I'd like to think that we're gonna get we're gonna get there no matter what, regardless of whether it's a democracy or if it's whatever. I think I think I think that I think that we're headed towards a good direction. I suppose, like you said, like everything is headed in towards more of a democratic uh, avenue, but that's only because democracy sort of serves everyone for the for the better. It's better than the other systems. Um, so I agree with that completely, and I would love it, but I'm not sure if that extends forever almost does that make any sense where i'm not sure say that again i'm not sure if i I, like i don't think democracy is the end point does that make any i'm not sure if it's it's i don't know it's it's hard to say it's like there could be something beyond it i'm having trouble conceptualizing what the political system would be once everyone's needs are taken care of maybe there is no political system it would be the council in Star Wars. Like, everyone just has their own little world. It'd be fucking Mace Windu, dude. Uh, I feel like, though, I mean, let's say you're on a planet, you know? You would, Let's say you're on a planet and a fucking meteors are hitting your planet and you want to figure out a way to stop that. That is a fucking... That's going to take some real planning and you're going to get have to get millions of people together to right. figure it out. And in that and point in time, everything. we don't have time for democracy because we're dealing with an existential crisis. So it's no longer democracy. It's like, I demand you to help me fix this. Otherwise, we're all going to die. I, uh, no, no, I don't think so. I, okay. told, I, I was talking so. to... Sorry. I was talking to Adam yesterday and, and uh, 
we were, I was saying that we should just make a dumb McDonald's and the money that we get there from a year goes to space. Because, uh, what was, it was Graham Hancock? Yeah, Graham Hancock. Graham Hancock was saying, like, the, the money that needs to be allocated for space would be, um... The same as running a McDonald's for a year. He was saying, yeah, that that's the amount of money that goes into looking for meteors that are going to yeah. hit us. Is the amount of money it takes to run one McDonald's for a year. Which is insane because there are fucking... I feel like there's millions of McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. there probably are. Well, we've, we've, uh, we've gone on for a long time. But hey, the conversation... Hold on, hold on, wait, wait. Because I don't think that... I don't... I think a democracy... You can always have a democracy. Because if you... Let's say you have meteors, you know... I mean, you're on a planet, meteors are going to come hit you, you're always at risk. Whether they're smashing into you constantly, or you're just like, hey, there's fucking shit floating around out there. Eventually, people are going to realize, after we're all physically healthy and our society is stable, well, what do we do now? You look up to the sky, and there's constant threats coming from the sky. That's uh, something that we can all get behind. And I think a democracy would still work then, because you still need to have the movement of resources and people and do it in a skilled way that makes sense. And you can all vote on that. And you can all, you know... You know, well, I don't want to do this. I can, I can help you clean the, the spaceships, but I don't know how a fucking spaceship works. You know, so that's gonna have to be somebody else. Who, who do we think should run this program? You run that. And granted, it's gonna be, it's gonna take time and everything like that. But I, I don't think that, I don't think you ever need to get rid of a democracy as long as the people are. I'm not I mean, saying th- they actively thing, get though. rid of like, it. I'm saying it goes away. But, but like you said, what do you? How do you replace that then? What makes the decisions that have to be made among people? When you have a group of 50 people, let's say, who's going who's gonna to make those, the decisions for all of those people? If it's one person or a group of five people, that's going to create some angst unless the other people agreed. Like, yeah, go ahead. You take the, you take the leader spot. Otherwise, it's just somebody telling us what to do and eventually they're gonna be like yo jim's losing his fucking mind like i don't trust this dude he's telling us to do some crazy shit we just gotta kill him we'll we'll put somebody else up there but we gotta get this guy the fuck out of here like eventually that's gonna happen whereas if you can just vote somebody down or vote somebody up then at least the people won't go against it and will that be the fastest way to build a, a spaceship no but it's gonna be the way to build a spaceship where you don't have people fighting each other over the spaceship i feel like I just feel like it. Sometimes the simple answer is is the best one, but we make it so complicated. Like a democracy could work if the people were good. It's just how do you make good people? That's the real issue. Yeah. What is a good person? Well, that, we don't that have that time for that because we're almost on two hours. Listen, this is a big conversations for our grandkids. Uh, I I don't want this conversation to end, so it doesn't have to. Please respond with your thoughts. Let us know what you're thinking. Am I crazy? Is Adam crazy? Is, is Jasmine right all the time? We all know she is. I am right. I, <laughs> we just need to build a giant wall or a dome and put it over the U.S. and fuck everyone else. Hey. Hey. We, we, have, we have enough closed down factories and apartment buildings and shit to source things. The thing is people don't want to put the money into the right places. Yeah. Well, let us know. Give us a comment. Give us a review. Give us whatever. And, uh... This has been conversations for our grandkids, and thanks for listening. I, I, I feel better. <laughs> I'll feel better when there's a democracy bro. <laughs> I got something to tell you, baby. Don't get mad this time. If you want my wiener, you give me ease all up in my mind. Baby, please want my wiener. Oh, want my wiener. 
you just want my wiener Cause he really don't feel right cold Now listen here, sweet baby I ain't no lying man If you want my wiener one time You'll want me to warm him again Baby, please want my wiener Oh, want my wiener You just want my wiener Cause he really don't feel right cold Says some said to take hot water Baby, can't you see? But your heat, baby's plenty warm enough for me Baby, please want my wiener Oh, want my wiener Won't you just want my wiener Cause he really don't feel right cold Just want my wiener, cause he really don't feel right cold. 